The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Welcome into the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti. Hannah Beth joining me shortly. I'm sitting down here at my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement right here in Evergreen Park. Each and every Monday, we bring you 30 minutes of good covering Evergreen Park and the surrounding area. On Thursday nights, we're live from 7 to 8 p.m. on the Podbean app, and there's a weekend update that comes out every Friday as well. And it's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. You need a bank you can rely on one that knows our community and provides customized accounts and offers just for us here in Evergreen Park. Count on the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Located at 95th and Pulaski, they are a locally-based community bank committed to the people and businesses right here. And now, when you open up a Total Access checking account, EP Podcast listeners are getting a $300 bonus. The link is probably in the show description of the podcast player you're using right now to listen to the EP podcast, and it's right on the website as well. Or just go to bankevergreenpark.com slash eppod and open up an account today. $100 required to open, requirements to qualify, must use link to apply, member FDIC. We've got a fun conversation over at Open Outcry that we recorded during our live broadcast on Thursday night. Plus, we're going to talk to a local businessman who has started a Facebook page with the intention of getting Evergreen Park folks out to ride their bikes with each other in a safe way. That and much, much more up ahead. But first, EP's got issues. Let's talk about it right now. podcast has done its absolute best to cover everything you need to know locally when it comes to the COVID-19 outbreak, including what's going to happen with kids going back to school. We've had Tom O'Malley on from the high school. They're going to be doing remote learning. We've had Eileen O'Reilly on from nearby Mother Macaulay because they have a very interesting thing. Half the girls in school, half of them out. They got TV cameras and screens and they're, they're doing this hybrid learning thing that was fascinating. Not every school can do that, but it's really interesting. They're going to be sending kids back. We've got the Catholic schools that are doing their thing as well. I've got a kid going to Macaulay. I got a kid going to MHR. I also have a kid going to Southwest this year. And District 124 has been under the spotlight, I think, more than anybody recently. And that's why just a few weeks ago, we had Dr. Margaret Longo and Dr. Leela Bridges-Webb, the co-interim superintendents of Evergreen Park District 124 schools, on this show. And you can go back and listen to all those people I just mentioned. Because it's on demand, you can go back and find older shows on your podcast player or right at theeppodcast.com. And I invite you to go check them out. There's lots of good stuff in there. In fact, what's going on right now at District 124, it'd be interesting to go back a few weeks and hear what those two ladies had to say on this show. We asked them a wide variety of questions. We've also had the mayor check in, village trustee Mark Marzullo, and others here in Evergreen Park talk about this issue, about schools reopening. You can find them as well online. Mayor Sexton was on just last week. And we've had a doctor that we've been working with 
ever since the outbreak occurred. Dr. David Beckman, he has tested thousands of people in Evergreen Park and the surrounding area. He's located over on 97th and Western. He's had his positive test. He's had one patient pass away, and he's done an awful lot of research into the matter and gives straight answers on the science behind COVID-19. We've let all these people weigh in. And overall, it seems as though the general consensus, especially from the doctor, is that kids should probably go back to school as long as we can find a way to do it safely, and that kids are at very low risk for dying from COVID-19. He compared it to the flu if you were 18 and under, and maybe even less dangerous than the flu if you're 12 and under. Now, he's one doctor, but he also isn't somebody with an agenda on one of these mainstream media stations. All of that said, though, new stuff coming out this weekend, and it has to do with District 124. Right after they had originally written a very kind letter outlining some things they were concerned about, a new letter came out on the 21st from the two union presidents for the Evergreen Park Federation of Teachers. It looks like 10 teachers, after some in-service training, are already in COVID-19 protocols. Now, that doesn't mean 10 of them tested positive for COVID, but you have at least one, and then you have others that came in contact with those that tested positive. And they listed some concerns. And it's got a lot of people in a tizzy on the internet. So let's just take a quick look at this in case you didn't see it. Concern number one is something that was discussed on this show when we talked to the co-superintendents. The idea that Christ Hospital is partnering up with the district for COVID testing. The union's claiming it's not complete. That setup is not completely ready to go. On the other hand, school hasn't started yet, but that's a valid concern. It's also something that could probably get fixed pretty quickly. Some desk shields have not arrived yet for the schools. It is not a requirement for the school to have them. This was an added thing. But the union's concerned they're not there yet. The touch us water fountains for the students to be able to refill water bottles and not use a water fountain have not been taken care of yet. That's another thing that was mentioned in the interview with the two superintendents. The union also says that a COVID quarantine room in each elementary school should have plastic shielding on the door, and they do not. Wipes and hand sanitizer that was handed out contain some disinfecting wipes, while other teachers only got antibacterial wipes, which are not recommended by the CDC. Health aides do not have their N95 mask, and those have to be fitted to them. And that's an actual guideline the school has to follow. Now, some of these could probably get fixed before school starts. Can all of them get fixed is the big question. And the final point is probably my most concerning point. As somebody who has a student enrolled in Southwest, the union claims that even though they were told ventilation systems would be sanitized and in working order, they observed on the day that they wrote the letter, black particles coming out of some of the vents and mold was found in other vents. Now, COVID or no COVID, I wouldn't want my kids in a building with mold inside the vents. So clearly District 124 has some work to do. Do I think that it means they shouldn't even open up the schools at all? No. Do they probably have to delay it a little bit? Well, if they can't fix these things that are imperative to be fixed, then there might be a delay. To me, it feels logical that it would be a delay of like a couple of weeks tops. So you could start with the kids e-learning. And then once you have these things on the checklist taken care of, then you're ready to go. On the other hand, we don't know. I was a union president. There were times where I wrote a letter because I kept getting promises, but didn't see anything happening. Then after the letter was written, everything got fixed in 48 hours. It's quite possible that happens here as well. The main point I want to make to everybody before we continue on with the show, though, is this. We're seeing actual back and forth occurring here. I would expect that the District 124 superintendents would now have to respond to all of this in the next couple of days. Heck, they might have responded to it before you even heard my voice listening to the podcast today. 
And it's good that people are working these things out. The one thing we can't do, though, is lose our empathy for other people. Folks, let me tell you something. Everybody's situation here is different. I can take an e-learner on at my house because I don't have to go into work. There are other families that are in financial trouble right now, and if mom and dad both don't go to work, they may not have a house for the kid to e-learn in. They don't have an option to send the kid someplace else. And school is something they actually rely upon. I keep wondering why we don't have teachers that are not at risk because I see some of them out socializing in the neighborhood. Why can't they be inside of the building and those that are at risk or have an at-risk family member would then be designated to just do e-learning? I mean, if a school marm back in the 1800s could take care of everybody from age 6 through 18 in one classroom, you would think desperate times call for desperate measures here, and maybe the 5th grade teacher can cover the 5th and 6th graders while the 6th grade teacher takes care of the 5th and 6th graders that are e-learning. Maybe I'm crazy here, but it just feels like we all just have to work a little bit harder to work together. Like Major League Baseball told their baseball players in the middle of the summer, if you have a valid COVID concern, an at-risk person that you live with or have to take care of, or you yourself are at risk, you can opt out of the season and still get paid. If you opt out and you don't have a valid concern, then you don't get paid. That's a pretty logical thing. My greatest hope is that teachers that are at risk or have to care for a family member directly that's at risk, they also have the option to be able to work from home. I would hope, though, that those that could actually go into the school would say, I can do it. So my friend who teaches down the hall, who's at risk, can take care of all the e-learning kids. I'm not involved in all of this, trust me. But as I continue to get a greater picture of this, the one thing that concerns me, I go back to it, is empathy. Instead of yelling at people on Facebook and getting angry about what they believe, if you don't feel scared and you're okay with the risk of going outside or being around people, then go do it. And don't judge the people that don't go out because you don't know what their situation is. But likewise, if you're somebody who has to stay inside your house or has to take special precautions, don't be mad at the business owners or the people that have to go out into the world to make a living because they're out. Because I know when I'm out there, they're all trying to do it in the safest way possible. We need to start caring about each other and we need to work together. My hope is that after this letter was sent out, these sides continue to work together because in the end, the most important thing besides the safety of all involved are the kids. Don't ever forget that. I support the teachers. They have some valid concerns. I support the idea of trying to find a safe way to open things up. Here's the hope and everybody can continue to work together. This is the EP Podcast. At Cousin Subs, loyalty has its rewards. You love a deli fresh ham and provolone, right? Join the club. You love a made-to-order grilled cheesesteak, right? Join the club. You love Wisconsin cheese curds, right? Join the club. You love rewards too, right? Then join the club. The Cousins Club is Cousin Sub's new loyalty program where you earn points on every purchase, points that are redeemable on all of your favorites. So download our app or sign up online and start earning today. Cousin Subs, we believe in better. And now some of your neighbors in Evergreen Park have brought a Cousin Subs to the EP. 9204 Southwestern Avenue. An extensive, delicious menu with everything made to order, fresh daily. Dine-in, take-out, delivery. Visit Cousin Subs today, 9204 Southwestern Avenue, or order online, CousinSubs.com. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer.
Every Thursday night, the EP Podcast does a live show from 7 to 8 p.m. on the Podbean app. You can get it for free and listen for free and participate in the show and call in and get in the live chat room. It's available in any app store. Just check out Podbean or go to the eppodcast.com. We did the show from the brewing room at Open Outcry Brewery this past Thursday night, and we got into a really good discussion with our pal and friend, John Brand at Open Outcry. Check it out. Now, I want to give a warning to everybody. John had surgery right after, well, it was last week, so it was about a week after we last talked to him, but last week, John had some surgery, and he's on uh, opiates, and uh, he he may say something weird tonight. You Over t- the next hour, you he may t- say something weird tonight. You were talking about airflow, but I can tell you, I'm, flo- I'm flowing right now. I'm in the flow. He's in the I'm flow. I'm in the flow. This is, my first, the flow. this is my first experience with opioids. And, uh, <laughs> Which is why I'm not drinking a beer right now. Right. right. No, that's good. You're you're responsible. I always mix them, and then I, and then I get myself into trouble. My wife yells at me because she finds me, you know, laying naked in the backyard. So you're a responsible person. Good for you. I have a problem, and we're in the brewing room right now, which is to me, I think it's kind of cool. Like I, I like being amongst where the magic happens. Yeah. How 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 busy is this place normally? Like I know that you have Will Turner as your head brewer, but is it a rare thing that right now we're able to sit in here and there's nobody like doing stuff, or is beer making essentially like it's hurry up, do something, and then nothing happens for days? I hope you're not criticizing Will's work ethic. He gets here, <laughs> he gets here. I mean, for for Christ's sake, the guy gets here. The guy gets here at 6 a.m. He leaves, I don't know, he leaves sometime around 4.30, 5 o'clock. No, he's in here. He uh, he comes in, you know, right. 7, 38 o'clock. He, he's here until he gets the job done. There's there's a lot of nights where he's here late. If we're busy and we got to move beer on a busy night, he'll come in and move beer at night. So, But, no, but, uh, he went home He went home today, and he's enjoying, um, probably enjoying a couple beers in his backyard right now. I'm going to ask you a logistical question just because we're here, and it's one of those things that I'm sure when – people go to breweries they're trying to figure out like how everything works you have your brewing room behind where your bar is so there's that are there things being directly fed from this room into the tapper or is it still you got to put it all together put it inside of a keg and then you still hook it up like normal there is so uh the brewery was configured so that we could showcase the stainless steel so everything's glass and, and folks that have been in here know that you can look into the brewery and see what's going on back here and we'll at times, it feels like a fish in a fishbowl, but it's a neat experience for the customers. And yes, there are tanks that are back here that um, service handles behind the bar. So it just goes from tank to the tap? Uh, depending on how deep you want to go in the brewing process, mainly back here are fermenters. These are these tanks with these conical bottoms. Right. This is where, after after your brew day, and you move the wort into these tanks, and you introduce yeast, and yeast does its magic, which is consuming the sugars, the fermentable sugars in the wort. Uh, uh, metabolizes those sugars and then gives off uh, alcohol, which is what makes beer. After it finishes this process, it's transferred to the tanks behind the bar, and those are called bright tanks. It's within those tanks where the beer will then cellar, um, bright, they come, quote, brighten up, and then prepare for carbonation and then serving. And we serve, if you've noticed, you've been in here before, we serve a lot of our beers right off those tanks behind the bar. Yeah, I've seen that before. I always thought that was really cool. I don't see that at a lot of breweries. They either hide it or they do it in a different there's way, not a but lot, I like how you do it. There's, uh, As far as I'm aware, there are, are three breweries in the country that serve beer off the bright tanks. Now, that was three or four years ago when we launched. There may be more now, but I, it's, not a, it's not a common thing. It's practice. not a common thing. It's a different right. way to how you do things. But right. I like it. You do things differently, and it, and it seems to work out pretty well for you yes. when you work out things. I wanted, to, I wanted to share with you a story today that I couldn't wait to talk about this week because somebody reminded me of it in a random conversation. I was like, how have I never told this story? 
on the EP podcast. And because I have a, a business owner here, I would just love if you listen to it, okay? Okay, sure. All right. Did you, are you aware that there is something known as the Crab Wars going on on Western Avenue? Are you aware of the Crab Wars? Crab Wars? Crab. C-R-A-B. Crab Wars. Going on on Western Avenue. I have no idea what that is. Okay, in Evergreen Park. There's, there's this thing going on, and I'm going to try to be as delicate as I can as I describe it, because I don't want to show anybody in a bad light, but everything I say here, I've observed. Because, you know, I'm out in the, na- I'm out in the community, and I, I meet with these different business owners, and I see how things were before the pandemic and where they are afterwards. So there's two spots right now currently on Western Avenue. You have the Crazy Crab, <laughs> and you have the Saucy Crab. Oh, yeah. Have you heard about this? Yeah, they get the billboard over here. In right. He was originally called the Hot and Juicy Crab. Though. Yes. Okay, so th- I'm going to dive into the Crab Wars of Evergreen Park because I think this is something nobody's talking about, and if you don't know about it, you got to hear the story. The opioids are making this story better. <laughs> Go ahead, Juicy Crab, uh, I'm with you. Uh, yeah, Where are we at? Yeah, all kinds of different crab, yeah. Crabby Crab. You got yeah. the Crabby, Crabby Patty, you got them all there. Anyway, I'm with you. So one of them's over by where uh, they're both along Western Avenue on the Evergreen Park side. One is on the north side of 95th Street, around where Rainbow Cone is, next mm-hmm. to one of our advertisers' cousin subs. And then the other one is on the south side of 95th Street, both facing Western Avenue. So the first place had, like, the, the thing like how it used to be in the old pizza places, like Gino's East used to do it, okay, where, where you could draw on the walls. Sure. Okay, they had the wood paneling you could draw on the walls, right? Yeah. So they're only indoors, but you can draw on, t- on the walls and you can fill everything in. That, that was the crazy crab, and they had all these people, because the guy over there is a heavy politically. He has Barack Obama's signature in there. I mean, like yeah. that's, I mean it, that's what he does. He's got, like, all these fancy signatures. Is it mom and pop, or is it a chain store? Well, that was the other weird thing. So mm-hmm. we interviewed him maybe, what, six months ago, Hannah? Yeah, it's been a little while. We went over there for a while, and it was weird because he told us about all the, the handmade stuff that he makes, right? Except then when you Google it, there are other crazy crabs. So I'm convinced it's a chain because it's weird that there's other ones that, like, and he said that was his only place. So I, I've never and really asked about it. But spelled it spelled the same? It's spelled the same with the same symbol. It's okay. really weird when you punch it in. Okay. Yeah, it's a little weird. So okay. anyway, so now that was like, okay, I'll just shake my, you know, put my shoulders up. Weird, right? Okay. But now here's what happens. Sometime during the pandemic, hot and, hot and juicy crab changed their name to the Saucy Crab, which makes them very close to the Crazy Crab. (laughs) All you've changed is one thing. You either got Saucy Crab or Crazy Crab, and they're both on Western Avenue, right? (laughs) Then what happens is the new Saucy Crab goes out and gets wood paneling and starts drawing all kinds of stuff on his walls so it looks exactly the same. So when everything opened back up again, they both look exactly the same. So I went over and I was like, I was next to one place and I was literally listening to somebody on the phone going, no, 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 I'm at the other one. I think they're the same place and they're not. They're two competing crab places on Western Avenue that are extremely similar to each other right now. Like I'm waiting for like some sort of uh, Donnybrook to occur like on Western Avenue between the two crab places at this, this point. This sounds like a Seinfeld episode. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. It sounds like a Seinfeld or a Curb Your Enthusiasm thing. Yeah. You got the saucy crab and the crazy yeah. crab, <laughs> and one like changed his walls to look like the other one's walls, and one's got a one's got a patio now, so he's got more space, but the other guy, you know, he's probably like, they took my name, I and mean, it's crazy. The whole thing, it's crazy and it's saucy. It's the crab wars. <laughs> On Western <laughs> Avenue in Evergreen Park, and it's absolutely amazing to me. And so I, this is this is the kind of hard-hitting investigative work that the citizens of Evergreen Park need. So uh, will you be pursuing this story? No, or? I don't want to have anything to do with this story. Like, that's the thing. Like, it just, to me, it just jumped out at me that we have two crab places at Evergreen Park that have slowly become very similar in name and decor. 
<laughs> it's like there's a, this head-to-head -head competition for your crab-eating dollars Did they both on Western open Avenue. around the same time? I don't know which one opened first. Okay. Honest to goodness, I can't say which one opened first. Let me first. add a little intrigue to that story. Yeah. If you've ever noticed that they have a billboard at 111th and Western. This yeah. is Juicy Crab? That, it used to be Juicy Crab, uh, now it's yeah. Saucy Crab. So Saucy Crab. Right. So it's all about... The cra but they, it, they got less juicy and more saucy. But I don't the, know. But the image on the billboard yeah. is a lobster. Yeah, I saw that. So what's with that? I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. It's like I said, like you said, it's a Seinfeld episode. Like I said, it's a Curb Your Enthusiasm. Same thing. We're gonna call this Crab Gate. Crab Gate. Yeah. <laughs> Crab Gate. Ever Crab Gate. Apart. Epstein has to have something to do with this. Oh. Now time for your repeat podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Nancy's Home Care, a veteran-owned certified dementia care trainer and home care agency. Contact them today, 773-966-3003, or visit nancyshomecare.com. We always get those Friday emails, those letters from the mayor who was on last week. If you missed it, go back and check out that episode. This week, we got a letter from somebody else. The village clerk of Evergreen Park sent out a full letter basically saying, can you please buy your city stickers online? Folks, it's easy. Just go to evergreenpark-ill.com. Buy your vehicle sticker online. And if you have questions, you're not sure how to do this, you don't know how to do the thing with the credit card and the online and everything, Call them, 708-422-1551. Weather in Evergreen Park looks nice this week, but it's going to be hot. High in the 90s all week until Friday when it gets down to 88 with a thunderstorm expected in the afternoon to evening. With kids going back to school, remember the Evergreen Park Library is available, but at a limited capacity. Library has seating for up to 15 individual students. At this time, they could also not accommodate students in the building for non-library purposes. Remember the three W's, wear a mask, watch your distance, wash your hands, and parents, please do not designate the library as the after-school pickup point for your student. We continue on. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. An Irish pub created by two neighborhood families right here in Evergreen Park nestled on the quiet little street called 99th. And it has quickly become a Southside tradition. I'm talking about Porter Cullen's. Voted the best Irish pub the last four years by the Chicago Tribune. Their menu is filled with unique and inspired takes on traditional Irish and American classics that are sure to satisfy all your taste and cravings. This includes their incredible Guinness battered fish and chips and the best homemade corned beef you can find. With a family-friendly atmosphere, Porter Cullens is certified by Guinness to give you the perfect pour. A hidden gem on the south side with a downtown feel located right here in Evergreen Park. Porter Cullens has comfortable seating, indoors and outdoors. Located at 3541 West 99th Street in Evergreen Park. Learn more at portercullens.com. All right, Hannah, now we got Reed Nuttall sitting here with us. Yes, He's we been do. down at the nine foot homemade oak bar, and now he gets to hang out with us at Open Outcry. Good to see you, my friend. How are you? Yeah, it's thanks good, for coming. It's good to see you guys again. Yeah. It's nice to be out in public with I'm, humans again. I know, isn't it? Isn't <laughs> it? It really is. It's really weird. It really is. Like, nice. I don't know how to interact with people. Reed owns Cool Clouds, him and his lovely wife, Bridget. 
that is uh, located on 95th Street. They have been on here before with us. It's a it's a great like local shop. I, I would imagine before we get into why I brought you on the show, uh, just like anything else, it was difficult going through the last couple of months and probably still is a little challenging. Oh, absolutely. The la- the uh, whole COVID experience has been quite challenging, but we've been being really smart about everything, making sure we're as safe as possible, and making sure we keep people off of cigarettes, and that's what it is. That's, that's, the what, it, that's what you do. That, that's right. it. So Yeah, the good stuff. Very good. Now, you, you started this Ride Evergreen Park Facebook page. I did. I saw just this week, and I was like, right away, I want him on because I think this is a great idea. And the reason I think it's a great idea, Reed, is because we have all become so separated from each other. And there are all these people that are still nervous to be out in public with each other. But fresh air and being outside and riding a bicycle seems to be one of those things that everybody's like, yeah, I could pull that off. I could pull that off in the age of COVID. I can get together and ride around and do some stuff. And I noticed just the response on your page and the way that people are talking about it. Right away, I saw a buzz about it. And so what, what are you hoping to accomplish with this whole thing? Like just massive groups of people riding around? Uh, is this going to be a new street gang? What is this, Reed? Well, I'm not forming any gangs, but, um, you know, <laughs> if, if, we can get, if we can get a few of us middle-aged people riding our bikes together, it works out really well. Um, really, I was just... I. I I started getting into biking a lot over the summer as, uh, as you know, the COVID stuff was going on. It was a good release for me. And as I talked to more and more of my friends, they were kind of doing the same thing. And nobody really had a way to communicate with each other. They were all just riding around doing the exact same thing. Yeah, and you're like, people, people might want to hang with each other. People yeah. might want to get together and like do this together. People might want a riding partner. People might want to make friends again. I mean, that's the thing that's Imagine, missing in this world. I miss it. Like, nobody makes new friends. No. And they get sick of their old ones. They do. Like, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> well, I made friends with you, so I don't know what that says about my old friends, but we're working on it. Um, but no, it, it is a really nice little place where people can meet each, you know, meet new people and and it's mostly all Evergreen Park residents, and we're all looking to do the same thing. So we're trying to get some little group rides together. You know, obviously it is brand, brand new, so it's still evolving. But it's really an attempt to kind of bring people together so that we can all go out and do something that we all enjoy and, you know, maybe lose a couple pounds in the process. How important do you think it is right now that people get out? Because I think it's really important. I, I, I've, started to, I've started to talk to people that aren't getting out, and they're cracking. Like, I have friends of mine that, like, they really believe, like, it's wrong for them to leave their house. And as long as you're doing it safely, you should kind of get out and, like, and, and, and maybe speak to another person. Because staring at, like... Fox News or CNN and your Facebook page for 12 hours a day is is going to melt your brain if it hasn't already. Well, and I agree with you on that. Um, You know, with with working at the shop, I've been working a lot since COVID started. And uh, for a long time, I was the only person that a lot of people saw because they just weren't going out for anything else. And I noticed it too. And that's one of the reasons I started riding my bike as much was to kind of just get out of being inside, you know, not really seeing any of my friends being at work all the time and you just you get sad so you get out into the world and you go talk to people and you wave hands and watch kids learning basketball from their dads and enjoy it yeah you know i, you know, I would imagine while you're seeing them behind the counter at your shop 
that you find yourself in the weirdest conversations because people want to share way too much because they have nobody to talk to. Like a normal yes. transaction where somebody would just walk up and be like, hey, how you doing? Good. I want to get this. All right, cool. Turns into like, and then my wife did this. Like, I mean, I would imagine it was like, <laughs> it was that crazy. Like you were getting yourself sucked into these very long conversations with people. And I enjoyed every single one of them. And I hold everybody's <laughs> secrets very close to my heart. So no, none of them will come out here. But it, it, you could definitely see a change in people as this went on over months and months and months where, you know, people started feeling it. And you could tell in just the way they, way they were communicating with me. And it was important for me to, you know, try to lighten their spirit there and lighten, you know, if we can encourage some people to get out and ride their bikes. It's a good thing. I like it. Do you have to be a professional bike rider to go do this? Oh no, I'm not a professional. Is there like bike a helmet rider. rule or something like that. I don't uh, wear a helmet, and I'm and I and I just ride relaxed. That's so what I do. I just bought a helmet. Okay. Like it's not even here yet. Goody two shows. Well, I I my my hair's falling away, so we got to cover that up. And I also <laughs> wanted to make you know. If you're going to be out riding on the streets a lot, you should wear a helmet. It's right, a, it's a smart sense. thing to do. And I'm a harm sense, reduction right. guy, yeah. not spending the 60 bucks I'll wear on the mask, helmet. but I'm not putting on the helmet. The, the name of the page, I want to make sure I say it again, is Ride Evergreen Park, right? Yeah, it's Ride Evergreen Park. Um, it's a Facebook group right now. Um, you know, if it gets some traction, I'll build a website around it with basic stuff. Wow, we're going to build websites Maybe, now. maybe. Like, yeah. It's not like Take I don't have up. enough other stuff to do with my time. <laughs> you know, we could throw another website at it. So, Reed, I appreciate you stopping by. Give your plug for Cool Clouds as well, since you're here. What the heck? Oh, yeah. Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. We're at uh, 95th and Avers. If you know anyone trying to uh, quit smoking cigarettes, especially now at the end of COVID, where a lot of people are feeling the stress, but also looking to embedder themselves, come in and see us. We do a full line of CBD products as well. This is John Brand. We're at Open Outcry, 109th and Western. A great night. Beautiful night. A beautiful place to come. Great food. Great beer. Great uh, atmosphere. You have something for everybody if they want to sit outside on the upper deck, if they want to come inside and sit there. There's a lot. Everything's all aired out. It's, a, it's very spaced out and very friendly. It's got a good feel. And when I'm here, I kind of forget. I mean, like, it's funny, but I, I've noticed as I've been sitting here tonight and even when I was walking around before, and if I didn't have to wear the mask to my table, I wouldn't even realize. I'd just be like, wow, they got some spread out seating here. Yeah. That's about all I would think. Like, yeah. wow, they got some spread out seating here. But otherwise, it feels very normal. And it you've does. done a very good job of doing yes. it. We're doing, our, we're doing our best to accommodate everybody within the guidelines that the CDC in the Chicago has, has put forth. And... Um, I hope feel, people feel comfortable when they come in here. And listen, listen, if you come in here and you don't feel comfortable and there's something that you see that's making you feel uncomfortable, tell me. Find him. I'm he's in got, here. He's tall. He's got a bald head. And he pulls up one of those uh, masks like really high near his eyes. I mean, he sticks out like a sore thumb. Really high. If there's, you know, <laughs> you know these masks slip. If, if it falls below the nose for a second on one of our staff, you tell me. Right. And I'll take care of it. Yes. Right. Immediately. Exactly. Okay. It'll never happen again. And you'll never see that staff member I'll ever drop, again. I'll drop the iron hammer. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you going to do the igloos in the in the winter? Uh, yes, we are. Are we going to do well, extra igloos? Uh, we're actually talking about um, maybe every year we've switched it up in terms of the structures that we use. Yeah. And uh, we're actually thinking about building like little like lodges. Ooh, yeah. lodges. 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 Do lodges. Man, that's awesome. That I would could, be a first. Yeah. Yeah. Will they have a bed in them? So if like, uh, you know, I could, fireplace? I could stay overnight. Bearskin rug. I, I, I do that. I, I, the, the, we do serve alcohol here. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. You can cut me remember, off. I just don't have to drive home. You remember? It's probably the safest way to do this. You remember back in high school when you would bring your first girlfriend or boyfriend over and your mom would be like, keep that door open? That's what we'd yes. have to do in the lobby. <laughs> that, door, that door's closed. <laughs> open the door. Another show isn't wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show isn't wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement. Broadcast Basement. The Nudie's Basement. The Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.